a melanated mom, working hard as can be. I show up for my children while showing up for me. I'm a melanated, melanated, melanated mom. Hey, mamas. Okay, so which one of you are ready to start a podcast? Don't raise your hand because I can't see you, but I can tell you some of the amazing things that Anchor has to offer you in terms of making a podcast. First of all, Anchor is the easiest way that you could ever record your podcast. It's free. They have tons of creation tools for you to use right from your phone or your computer. They will also help you distribute your podcast so you have to do no extra legwork and it can be heard on places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and many other listening platforms. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need all in one place. So if you're ready to get started, go download the Anchor app for free at anchor.fm. And guess what? I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, mamas, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Melanated Mom Podcast, where we raise creative, innovative, and independent thinkers. But in the process, we do not forget about ourselves. Man, that tagline is going to be more important than ever. Raising creative, free, and (laughs) independent thinkers while we're trying not to forget about ourselves in these very tumultuous times, guys. I wasn't going to record a podcast today because I felt um, that I really just not have been doing any of the normal things that I that I'm used to doing. So I kind of was like, eh, let's just forget about doing the podcast today. But I woke up early and also after talking with a friend last night, um, just about wanting to feel some sense of normalcy. I know that when I look forward to watching the show on Monday, when it comes on on Monday, that I do feel some sense of normalcy. So if you are a fan of the Melanated Mom podcast, maybe you'll feel some sense of normalcy by tuning in on a Wednesday and actually hearing the podcast on the day that I put it out. Well, I don't even know what to say. It's been it's been quite a roller coaster and um most of us have only been home with our kids. This is going on the third day. Um this home school this school at home is what I call it because it's definitely not me homeschooling it's school at home trying to figure out what to do has not been easy so far Um, and we have a very long road ahead of us before I jumped into the podcast today however I wanted to do something that I don't normally do on the podcast I wanted to pray with you I always pray for you I'm always praying for other mothers because our job is so strenuous um, that I also I always make sure that I'm sending up prayers for you, but I never pray with you. So today I would like to pray with you. I like to say a short prayer with you before I jump into the podcast because I feel like we really need it right now. So if you are able to, will you close your eyes and bow your head with me? Father, I thank you so much for the mothers on the other end of this podcast. I thank you that you are bringing them joy and peace and strength and wisdom at this time, Father. I thank you that you are providing compassionate hearts, Father. Father, I know that as women, we really make the world turn. So when the world sees us acting in compassion, then it causes them to act in compassion too. 
If we ever need a compassion, Father, we need it right now. I ask right now, Father, that you would help us to be strong in your power and your might at this time, Father. Father, I thank you that your word tells us that you never leave nor forsake us, Father, that you go with us to the end of the ages, that even when it feels like we're standing all by ourselves, that we always have you right there to depend on, Father. I thank you, Father, that we will continue to be the light of this world, that the the world really needs light right now in this dark time, Father, and that we will shine brighter than we ever have shown before, Father. Father, I thank you that our kids are being kept. I thank you that our husbands are being kept, Father. I thank you that you are allowing us to bring joy and peace into their lives, Father. I ask you right now, Father, that you will continue to lift up our heads, that you will continue to make us Proverbs 31 women, Father, because we need to be so much in these times. Father, I thank you that you will keep us on our knees, that we will continue to pray, Father, that there is nothing too hard for you and that you knew all about what was going to happen right now, Father, and that you're still going to keep us. I pray right now, Father, that you will continue to give us the strength that we need to provide a life of normalcy for our families, Father. Father, I'm going to lift up every heart to you right now, Father, even those that may not believe right right now, Father. I ask that you would let them say the prayer of salvation right now, Father, that they will accept you into their hearts, Father, that they will continue to know that you are the one that they need to lean on at this time, Jesus. I ask that you continue to let me be in prayer for other mothers, that you would allow other mothers to be in prayer for me as well, Father. I thank you for a sense of community during this time, which we need now more than ever, Father. I ask that you will help those that are in positions of leadership, Father, to make the right decisions for our country at this time. All these things I ask in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. So I wanted to jump right into a little bit of what I felt like talking about today. I did not really um, have like anything really scripted because like I said, I wasn't really planning on doing this until last night. So normally when I do the podcast, I have at least a week to prepare for what I want to say and what I want to do. Um, so it's been, like I said, a very difficult time to know how to react. I mean, I've just been at a loss for words ever since this thing has started, even when it started in China. So, um, excuse me, guys. So I wanted to give us about four or five tips um, of what we could be doing at this time to continue to live somewhat of a normal life. Um, The first one that I wanted to talk about is choosing joy. So sometimes we might not feel joyful. Um, I try very hard not to live a life based on feelings because feelings change from moment to moment and um. I need to choose and make decisions to do things a certain way and just stand on that and say that this is what I'm going to do no matter what. Um, So not being caught up in the feeling of joy, but choosing to be joyful and find ways to make your kids laugh and smile and joke and still have um, some lighthearted moments during this time. 
one of my good girlfriends, um, shout out to Chantal, told me that in her neighborhood yesterday, um, which would have been St. Patrick's Day, that people were going to hang shamrocks in their windows just so the kids could go by and see, I guess like paper cut out shamrocks in their windows so kids could take walks with their families and go out and look at the shamrocks. I thought that was so cute and such a creative idea. So I'm hoping that during this time that we will be able to find cute and creative ideas like that very often um, to keep our kids feeling like something can still bring them joy. Yesterday, we got up and we all put on green clothes because it was St. Patrick's Day, um, something that they would have done if they were at school yesterday. So it was something that brought some sense of normalcy. So I think that we should really focus on doing those things during this time because it not only helps our kids to feel normal, but it also helps us to feel normal. So if there's something that you could do in your neighborhood, um, to bring kids out of the house and go on walks and look at different things by posting things in your windows. I think it's a great idea or anything. I don't know. I'm thinking of like my school put out our school that we go to put out a thing to make a Corona virus monster. So this is the monster that would be able to attack the coronavirus. Very cute. Um, anything that you could do with recycled things around your house doesn't have to be big. I'm kind of looking at my frosted, but the big frosted flakes box that I got from Costco, I'm like, okay, so we could cover that with paper. That could be his body, anything, anything that you could think of to bring some joy to your family. Um, I'm looking at kind of the little bit of notes that I made here talked about getting outside and getting some vitamin D that's very important and just keeping the kids entertained and also being at joy with your spouse (laughs) which may be seemingly hard at this time my husband is still working every day um so I'm home with the kids for what approximately nine or ten hours which is a very long time to be home with the kids alone but it would be a whole nother situation if we were all home together. So neither one of the situations are easy. Um, but yesterday, you know, I'm always like in my transparent moments with you guys. Yesterday, I woke up early. I went um, to the store. I went to go get some meat before all the selfish people took every bit of meat off of the shelves. So I went and got some meat for my family. And when I came back, the kids were still asleep. You know, that's a praise God moment right there. (laughs) They're not up yet. I'm excited. I'm going to get to have like five minutes of breathing room before they wake up. And so my husband came into the kitchen with me while I was putting up the groceries and he started talking loud and the kids were sleeping. Just we had this tent up in our living room since we had my daughter's birthday the other day. So they were sleeping in the tent and he was talking loud. And I'm like, uh, (laughs) I need you not to talk loud right now. Basically, I was like, can you be quiet? Because I don't want them to wake up. And he got a little bit hurt by the way that I said it. Um, so I did apologize for that, of course. But I I felt like I was just really trying to like hurry up and make him be quiet. Like I wasn't really thinking like, oh, I'm trying to like cut you off and make you not talk to me. And I even had said, come to the back and talk to me. But when he heard me say, oh, you got to be quiet. 
he took offense to that. So that was like the beginning of like a small argument, (laughs) which right now I'm trying to choose joy and I don't need like the small arguments or I don't need those, those little fires to start. So, um, you know, that was half a day of text messages going back and forth, us both trying to get each other to understand our point of view, but choosing joy in even those moments to not like have these small things cause you arguments because we are feeling some bits of anxiety right now. Um, and I'm trying very hard not to be there because the word tells us to be anxious for nothing. So don't even allow those little, um, what I would call demons to creep in, you know, that would be relationship ruiners or things that would cause you to argue over things that make no difference right now. Even though I did want those kids to stay asleep, I ain't gonna even lie because I needed to sit down for five minutes. But there's a way to say things. There's a way to approach people. Um, Yeah, don't start arguing with your spouses at this time. This is not a good time for that. Um, The second thing that I wanted to talk about is the whole idea of social distancing. Hey, y'all, I'm all about flattening the curve. Like we're not really going anywhere. I'm kind of just doing the essential things that I need to do. I haven't visited with anyone. Um, At the start of this, I was thinking, oh, yeah, we'll have some play dates. We'll do this. And I just really haven't felt comfortable doing that. So I haven't. So it's just been us in the house and we've been doing our little thing that we do go out walking or whatever it is that we decide to do. Um, but I want what I wanted to say about social distancing is social distancing is not being at a lack for compassion. Uh, I was I could say this about the grocery store yesterday. I was watching the different kind of people that were functioning in the grocery store yesterday. So you had those people that were like those hurried warriors that were going around like collecting every bit of everything that they could in the store. You had the people that kind of were probably like I was like, I'm like, what am I looking for in the store? And every time I go in the store, that's me. What am I getting? What am I looking for? What do I need? So I'm kind of like wandering around a lot. You have those people. Um, You have the people that are not making eye contact with anyone whatsoever, (laughs) not engaging. And then you have the people that were still trying to engage and show some sort of compassion. And I made some eye contact with those people because right now, more than ever, we're going to need to be community, even though we need to distance ourselves in certain ways from people. So I encourage you that when you're out and you're doing social distancing, that you are still being compassionate towards others, that you are making eye contact with people, that you are smiling, that you are saying good morning or good afternoon, whatever time of a day that it is that you're out, um, that you are just being human. I, I feel like we've gotten so far away from being human that it's like we almost don't know how to do it anymore. <laughs> so I'm encouraging you, I'm encouraging myself as well to make eye contact and to be human and to be nice. There was a lady in the parking lot when I was leaving the grocery store yesterday and she was asking me, hey, is there anything left in there? I was like, "Uh, yeah, kind of. But I mean, remember when you used to talk to people all the time in the parking lot or in line or wherever? Now people just scroll their phones while they're in line or you don't make eye contact or you're not nice to people. So I, when she said that to me, I felt a little bit of like, okay, 
that's like us getting back to like caring about each other. So I'm hoping to see more of that because I didn't seen a million videos of people fighting over toilet paper, like fighting, throwing blows over toilet paper in the stores. And that's not what I want to see. That's not what's going to light the world up right now. Um, compassion and some sense of caring about other people as much as you care about yourself. So if there are um, seven packs of ground turkey at the store or ground beef or whatever it is that you buy, you don't buy seven. You go ahead and you maybe take two or three <laughs> and you leave some for somebody else because you are going to be able to go back to the store at some point and get some more. So allowing other people to be able to eat too is a nice thing to do. So in terms of that, like I said, social distancing does not mean lack of compassion. Let's continue to be compassionate towards each other. Another one that I had was to turn off the TV and distance, distance yourself from news and notifications and social media if you need to do that. Who needs to be watching the news 24 hours a day? The coronavirus is here at 12 p.m. It's here at 5 p.m. It's here at 12 a.m. <laughs> so watching the news all day does not change the fact that it's here. I think it is um, very discouraging to the soul to watch the news all day. I don't really watch the news at all. I mean, I, I'm probably like very ill-informed, which is not a good thing either. <laughs> you need to know some things. So I'm always saying that, you know, we need to be informed, but not consumed. And I feel like a lot of people are consumed with the news. At the very least, your kids should not be watching the news at all. Whatever it is that you want them to know about what's happening right now should come from you and not from the news. So I wrote this in a blog that I recently wrote about um, just not teaching our kids to be anxious. And if you have not read that blog, go over to melanatedmom.com and read the blog about not teaching our kids to be anxious. Um, but I watch like maybe 15 or 20 minutes of news in the morning uh, before my kids wake up. And then when they wake up, I turn the TV off and I don't continue to tune into the news all the time. And then I have to check myself as far as social media goes, too, because a lot of social media is talking about the same things. And, you know, you're scrolling through your timelines and everybody's talking about the coronavirus all day. I don't really want to hear about it all day. <laughs> so I have to distance, distance myself from that a little bit just so I can be sane. Um, and like I said, definitely your kids should not be tuned in to news outlets all day. So think about that. Think about how that affects your spirit. Think about, think about how it affects your joy and think about how it affects how you interact with your family. And I don't want to interact with my family on an anxious level. So I do not watch the news all day. Another one that I came up with this morning was to do something that you love every day, which I think a lot of people are getting away from. Um, my days have been so completely out of order, like every minute we're doing something different. And not to say that that's even a bad thing. Uh, for example, I had this whole thing like sign on to the computer. My son's teacher. Um, I'm thanking God that my son is a little bit technology savvy at this point because 
all the other times I'm like, get off the iPad, get off the internet, get off the whatever. But my son's teacher is coming on to their Google Google Classroom every single day um, at 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. and answering any questions for the kids, getting on just to say hi, trying to maintain some level of normalcy in that situation. Well, yesterday when we got on, it was the first day that they actually did it. So I wasn't really aware of how they were doing it. We got on and we got on late. We didn't get on till 10. So I thought that, oh, there will be a video. I don't know, guys. I'm not tech savvy. Okay. (laughs) So she was only on live. I thought she would have recorded something as well, but she wasn't on there. There was nothing left over that she had done, but there was a bunch of kids on there playing video games, playing Fortnite which my son pretty much has no idea how to play. (laughs) But so um, they were on there playing this game. And so he got very excited about that. I was ready to do work. So two hours later, guys, um, (laughs) we finally started to do something because probably like 40 minutes, I tried to figure out how to help him, how to play this dang game or even get on the Xbox because I don't even know how to do that. And then... The other time he was trying to figure out how to play the game and he was sitting on the computer playing this with other kids. But that's also needed too, right? Like we can't just like try to be on these very strict schedules, which probably aren't going to work for us anyway. So I let him go ahead and do that for two hours because that was something that was bringing him joy, something that he loved to do without me trying to rob him of that. Um, so... I'm trying to make sure that I do the same thing for myself and I'm telling you to do the same thing for yourself. Whatever it is that you love, try to do that thing. Um, I love doing the podcast. I love learning new things about the podcast and learning new things about blogging. I like listening to my audiobooks. I like sitting in the bed and reading. I like having like conversations with my husband. I like to watch TV. So making sure that every day you get to do something, just a little bit of what you love will make you feel somewhat normal. Um, so I do encourage you to do that. Actually, the other day, something that was fun for me was I was sitting up talking to one of my newest friends just via IG chat while she was waiting for her husband to put her son to bed. So she was waiting for him to come to the room. So she decided that she would sit up and chat with me. Um, Shout out to Javon from um, Reality Bites podcast. But yeah, we just sat there and chatted. And that was fun and funny while I'm just sitting there laughing at all the jokes that she's cracking and just having a good time. That provides some sense of love for me. It's something that I love to do. I love talking to my friends. So making sure that you're doing at least one thing a day that brings you something that you love. And I feel like I am totally just rambling at this point, guys. I did want to get on and just tell you that I'm thinking of you, that I hope that you are doing things that bring you some sense of normalcy. I hope that you are considering yourself during this time and that you're not being too hard on yourselves because I know that as a mom, I have done that so many times that I do that so many times that I'm constantly looking at beating up myself or thinking about what I could have done another way. 
I'm going to ask that you, especially during this time, not do that. Don't be hard on yourself. Take care of yourself, because if you don't take care of you, then who's going to be there to take care of everybody else? So try to make sure that you are feeding your soul um, and just trying to bring some joy to your own self as you try to bring joy to all of those around you. I just want to let you know that I am continuing to lift you up in prayer. If, in fact, you are not a child of God, I pray that you will say the prayer of salvation that will welcome you into the family of God, because this is a great place to be. This is the place that you will find the most joy and the most peace. I love you guys, and I pray that you have a great week, and I will talk to you soon. All right, take care. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Melanated Mom Podcast. Let's stay connected. Read my blogs over at melanatedmom.com. Stay connected with me on Facebook at melanated-mom, on IG at Melanated Mom Podcast, and my new Twitter account at Melanated Mom One. Talk to you soon.